Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And so I, I don't go out in the world, and I think it's a good thing just because, you know, I try to focus on what's important, which is football, right? And, like that stuff, like that's cool, but that's just that's gravy. All of it's gravy. Um, you know, the, the important thing, the reason why I'm here, is to throw the football to people who can make plays with it. Right? That's the end of the day. Uh, so, probably the thing that I'm, I, I, I can't say which is more different, but I'd say that I'm more excited about actually playing football instead of last year when I wasn't at this time. You know, so. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That was Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett from earlier today at SEC Media Days. We're going to spend a little time, talk a little talk a little quarterbacks here as we kick off this 9 o'clock hour. Chris Goforth in in place of John Chuckery. We will get to That's Life. We'll do that coming up in a minute. we got to check in with Dylan. We've had so much going on tonight. It was a busy day today, Dylan. Haven't had a chance to check in with you tonight because we uh, pretty much hit the ground and just started running with all this stuff that happened today. I mean, there's so much content to get to, man. We had no choice, really. You know, we had to hear from Stetson. We had to hear from Kirby. We still got a lot more people to hear from uh, Cedric Van Prance. So, I mean, hey, there with the SEC Media Days going on and today being, you know, the Dogs Day, you know, we got to give the national champs some love. So, I'm okay with taking the backseat to some national champions. So, I'm all right with that. Well, uh, we will get to that's live coming up. Garrett Chapman from uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He's going to join us at 940. We'll kind of recap the day with him. Uh, if you missed the conversation with uh, Gary Stoken from earlier today at around uh, 740 tonight, we'll bring that back to you. Of course, Gary, president and CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the uh, Chick-fil-A kickoff game uh, this year featuring both Georgia and Georgia Tech. Georgia takes on Oregon. On Saturday, September the 3rd, that is Labor Day weekend, and then Labor Day night, that Monday night, it is Georgia Tech and Clemson and a tough way to open up the season for the uh, for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. So uh, both of those games will be played inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and I know we'll be talking more and more about those as we get closer and closer to the start of college football season. Let's hear again from Stetson Bennett, the Georgia quarterback, the guy that has been doubted. He's been disrespected. Uh, People have questioned when he would be replaced. And all he did was go out and win a national championship yesterday for Georgia. This is Stetson Bennett about he's not really worried about what people think. Yeah, no, uh, it was super nice. Um, I appreciate it. Um, You know, 
my worry is just about being good. You know, um, we'll let everything else sort itself out. Stetson Bennett also went on to talk about why he decided to come back to Georgia this year. You know, there, there's a lot of things that went into it. Uh, you know, the main one being that I love football and I love the University of Georgia, and I think it's, you know, the biggest honor in the world to represent, uh, you know, the great state and all the fans across the world uh, with my teammates beside me. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I love playing football. So. All right, that was Stetson Bennett. Let's hear from some more quarterbacks. Former Florida, or current, I should say, Florida quarterback, Anthony Richardson. He was on with Dukes and Bell earlier today, the uh, the redshirt freshman last year. Uh, well, he's a sophomore this year. In his redshirt freshman year, took over the starting job for the Gators against Georgia, as a matter of fact. That's when he made his first uh, collegiate start last year. This is Anthony Richardson from earlier today. Good afternoon to quarterback Anthony Richardson, who's sitting down with us here at SEC Media Days. And, Anthony, man, we appreciate you, brother, for stopping by for a few minutes. First of all, uh, what's it been like for you today, man? Kind of a whirlwind, all the media and everybody, you know, wanting to know, I guess, the number one question about you coming out and saying, hey, I'm changing my brand. Uh, I commend you on that, by the Me way. Me too, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's something that, you know, being a, paying attention to what's going on in society and being aware is one thing and then doing something about it. But I'm sure you've answered this question. I'm curious for our audience, um, how was that going? What was the reaction when you made that announcement? You know, uh, thank you for having thank you for having me. You know, uh, today's been pretty eventful. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun, actually. But, um, you know, coming out and, and, and just changing that, I feel like it was the best move for me, you know, in the long run, you know, when it comes to business. Because football's not always going to be here for me. You know, eventually I'm going to be- become a businessman. I'm going to have to make decisions on my own. And I'm going to, you know, have to, like, tell them who I am, you know. And I don't want to just be out there saying I'm AR-15 because that can be a sensitive top- topic to some people, you know. So um, just, I feel like it was the best decision for me and my family, you know, in the long run, you know. There, there, there's no, you know, like – picking sides or anything like that. I just want to be able to change my name, you know, and, and just be who I am, and that's Anthony Richardson. Well, Anthony, let's talk about some of the football. I know last year a lot of Gator fans wanted to see you on the field and more of you on the field. That regime is no longer in charge, and it's your football, man. What's up with the, uh, Coach Napier's offense? How's it look different? Oh, I love the offense, you know, just how everybody else is in, involved in it. You know, um, we're all confident. We're all ready to play ball, you know. Um, just shout out to Coach Napier for even trusting in us to um, be in this offense. You know, um, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Are you going to get to throw it around more than what you thought you were? I mean, going into the season or at least the off season, you know, but maybe before a coach was hired, you, you're thinking one thing, and then this change. Do you think it's a change that's going to help you become a better quarterback? Oh, definitely. Um, before I met Coach Napier, all I heard was, oh, he, he loves to run the ball. He, he's going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball. But going through the spring, like, I realized that we, we were going to throw the ball a lot, you know, a lot more than some people um, actually knew or thought of, you know. So um, I'm ready to throw the ball. You know, I'm ready to sling it. You know, I've been grinding, you know, just to become a better passer. I'm going to be throwing a lot of passes this year. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. In is Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson with us live from SEC Media Days here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. So slow and low, that is not the tempo. You guys are going to be like up-tempo. We see it with Tennessee. Is this going to be really high-charged offense? Oh, definitely. I'm going to try to push the tempo like extremely because I like to play fast. I like to play efficient because it keeps defenses on their toes. You know, so hopefully we get to get it rolling. We get to play fast and play how we want to play. You know, I'm looking forward to it.
So what have you been working on this offseason, Anthony? It's Anthony Richardson, guys, starting quarterback at Florida today. Florida's here, Billy Napier as well, SEC Media Days. What have you been working on, man? Like footwork? I mean, what do you think that you, you need to get better on at before the season rolls around? Honestly, anything you can ask a fan that I need to work on, I've been working on it, you know. Um, whether it's footwork, decision-making, becoming a better leader, uh, becoming a better passer, you know, everything that I can change in my game to become better, that's what I've been working on, you know. I've been grinding because the end goal is to get to the league, you know. So um, hopefully I can showcase that, you know, showcase what I've been I've been working on, showcase that I have improved, you know. Uh, hopefully I can help my teammates become better players, you know. So I've just been grinding, honestly. Anthony, you talk about being a better leader. Quarterbacks are natural leaders just because of the nature of the position. How do you right. do that? I mean, what, what is it working out with guys, commanding the room more? How, how do you do that and become a better leader day in and day out? I think it's a little bit of everything, you know. Um, I believe it's, it's building connections, you know, because most people, most people believe that leadership is yelling and screaming, but I don't, I don't think I don't think it's that, you know. Um, I try to connect with my teammates, you know. I try to go out to dinner with them, try to hang out with them, you know, try to plan trips with them just so they can trust me and believe that I'm their brother, you know, because if, if, they, if they believe in me and I believe in them and we respect each other, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to play for each other, you know. So um, just connecting with people, that's pretty much my main focus on becoming a better leader. Well, the coaching staff talks about you embracing the challenge, the maturity. You sure sound mature to us. By the way, I love the suit today. If you didn't see it today, for those, this is radio. Dope. Very solid suit. Rocking the orange. I can't wear the bow tie, man. I look like a nerd. But it's this tight, man makes it tight. work, man. Uh, who put on, who, make us like it's on a red carpet. Anthony, who put your ensemble together? Uh, I appreciate that. You know, I have people <laughs> on my team that's helping me, you know, with, with the style, with the drip, you know. Um, whenever it comes to suits, I love putting them on because I feel like a businessman and I feel professional, you know. So, right. you know, thank y'all for that. No, man. And by the way, we spoke with Will Anderson about name, image, likeness. Are you are you taking care of business in that department? Oh, definitely. You know, I'm trying to. You know, um, whenever there's an opportunity to, to gain money or uh, expand my brand, you know, connect with people, I'm definitely going to try to take advantage of that. Well, man, we appreciate the time just sitting down for a few minutes with us here in the ATL. We're looking forward to seeing what the season brings for you, brother. Good luck, and uh, congratulations on all the success so far, Anthony. We'll be watching. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you. That is Anthony Richardson, the uh, Florida Gators quarterback. He was on from Dukes and Bell earlier today. Let's hear now from Arkansas quarterback K.J. Jefferson. He was the MVP of the Outback uh, bowl earlier uh, late last season, I guess I should say. Started every game last year at quarterback for Arkansas, threw for over 2,600 yards, 21 touchdowns. He rushed for another 664 yards, so he led the Razorbacks in both rushing and passing. Here he is. This is K.J. Jefferson saying that he feels like Arkansas can sustain that success they had last year. I, I do. I mean, we all just bought in, just uh, just locked in, just we are just buying in the process, just believing in each other, uh, being more and more confident each and every day, just coming in, working, and then just also just being able to just come in and just love one another and just really bond and get to know each other just from, not from a football standpoint, just on a personal level. We're going to talk uh, more with these quarterbacks from today, including Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback. We'll do that a little bit later on tonight. Glad to have you with us here. we got to get to That's Life. We'll do that here in just a minute. I want to tell you about a new podcast that's out. It's called Unwritten. It's hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at all the secret and the not-so-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. You can download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app 
or wherever you get your podcast. We'll come back. We'll get a look at today in sports history. We'll get to some sports birthdays. We'll even talk about your odds to win with a scratch-off ticket. We'll do that, Dylan. I know you've wondered, what are my odds really like in scratching this ticket? We're going to find out next. Chris Goforth in in place of John Chuckery tonight. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 929, the game. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. Sports Radio, but 92 down the game. I'm going to change that tune. Chris Goforth in tonight in place of John Chuckery. John, a part of uh, the midday show. Andy, Randy, John Chuckery, Radio Row at SEC Media Days this week. Tomorrow's the final day of SEC Media Days. Final uh, final night for me. You're going to miss me, Dylan? I don't think so. I just don't. I'm not feeling the uh, not feeling the love here that Dylan's going to miss me. Not sure about it. I'm going to miss you a lot, Chris. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna miss, no, I really am. Mm. Chris, I value this time we have together because we don't <laughs> get a lot of it. That's true. Oh come on now! We're going to get plenty this fall. We are. We are. We're going we to get, get every. We'll get every Falcons game day together. We're going to get. We're going to have a lot of fun on the Falcons. But you know, that's only once a week. So well, I'm going to go from every day or four four days out of the week to only once a week. That's a big difference, I, Chris. Listen, it's. Uh, I'm going to miss you. Yeah. I'm. I, listen, I may just remote access in a couple of nights, and you and I just chit chat. Please you know? do it. I'll tell Chuck. I'll be like Chuck. You just you just you, talk you, to you whoever handle you need it. to talk to. You handle it. Me and Chris got to talk yeah. about. We got to catch up. That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, today in sports history. Fans, today, eighteen fifty eight. Dylan, 
fans are charged for the first time to see a baseball game. Approximately 1,500 people showed up to see the New York All-Stars beat Brooklyn 22-18 to at Fashion Race Course on Long Island. Do you know how much those 1,500 people paid? I'm going to say 50 cents. 50 cents is the correct answer, sir. Are you serious? You nailed it. That's crazy. They paid 50 cents a piece. Now, funny this is uh, what we're talking about tonight because Uh Mark J. Burns, I don't know who Mark is. Okay, Mark is the senior business reporter at Morning Consult, and he tweeted this out earlier today, about nine hours ago. Cost for a family of four to go to a baseball game. Now, in 1858, a family of four could have gone for $2. I wish. <laughs> Do you know how much? You know what the Major League Baseball average is? Not the Braves average. Uh-huh. The Major League Baseball average for a family of four. Right now, today? Today. And this is just for tickets? No, this is for four tickets, four hot dogs, two beers, two sodas, and parking. Oh, my. Okay. For a family of four, for all that, uh, I got to say, ooh, I'm going to say at least $250. Now, for the crickets. For the Braves, family of four, average cost is $193.94. They're up there. <laughs> They're up there. Most expensive. The Red Sox, the Cubs, and the Yankees, all over $300. As a matter of fact, the Red Sox, the most expensive for a family of four to go see a Red Sox game, $324.37. And, like, what kind of seats are we talking to? That is average. So it's the they just take the average ticket price. Mm. So, so it's not even a great seat necessarily. Not like, even. Goodness, not even. man. Uh, the Miami Marlins, well, the teams you would expect to be cheap are the teams that are cheap. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Colorado Rockies, Pittsburgh Pirates, Miami Marlins, and Arizona Diamondbacks at the bottom of the list. list. The Diamondbacks, by the way, family of four can go for $126.34. Not bad. Most expensive beer price, by the way, is uh, Chicago White Sox. $10.75. For a brewski? That's what they say. Jeez. So, all right, let's get back to uh, today in sports history. How about 1951? In a move that will aid their pennant drive, the Giants put outfielder Bobby Thompson at third base to replace the slumping Hank Thompson, who's out with a spike injury. Bobby Thompson, who's been riding the bench since he lost his starting job to a rookie in Willie Mays, will hit 357 for them for the rest of the season. And, of course, he hits the dramatic home run uh, to uh, give the Giants the win over the Dodgers in that one-game playoff and send them to the World Series back in 1951. Today in 1976, Hank Aaron hits home run number 755. Final home run of his career. He hit it off Dick Drago of the California Angels as the uh, Brewers got a 6-2 win. Today in 1985, July the 20th, 1985, driving in seven runs on two homers, Daryl Strawberry leads the Mets to a 16-4 drubbing of the Braves. Straw's first home run is a grand slam in the first inning. His next is a three-run homer in the fourth. 
The 85 Mets also got homers from Howard Johnson, Danny Heap, and Clint Hurdle in that 16-4 victory over the Braves. Today in 1994, former NFL running back, broadcaster, and actor O.J. Simpson offers a half-million-dollar reward for evidence of his wife's killer. That is, uh, well, we got a couple of more here. 2011, Houston Rockets center Yao Ming announced his retirement from the NBA. Averaged 19 points a game and nine rebounds during his uh, NBA career. Today in 2012, I kind of I remember this game. Uh, the Braves trailed nine nothing against the Nationals and ace Steven Strasburg. After five innings, they mount a tremendous comeback. They take a 10-9 lead with two runs in the top of the ninth. Washington manages to tie the game with a homer against Craig Kimbrell in the bottom of the inning, and then the Braves would complete the improbable comeback with a run in the 11th and win the game 11-10. Chipper Jones, by the way, in that game, became the all-time leader for RBIs by a player who primarily plays third base. He had a two-run single in the eighth. He was tied with George Brett at 1,598. Mike Schmidt continues to hold the record for RBIs collected when playing third base. That is a, a look at today in sports history. Some sports birthdays today. Former Twins outfielder Tony Olivia. He was born today in 1938. Born today in 1960. Former Angels pitcher Mike Witt. Born today in 1971. Charles Johnson, former Marlins and Orioles catcher. And uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Born in 1972, so he's turning 50 today. Former Alabama quarterback Jay Barker, who had a couple of cups of coffee in the uh, in the NFL. Steven Strasburg, the aforementioned Steven Strasburg, born today in 1988, Nationals pitcher. Steven Adams, Memphis center. He was born today in 1993. And Ben Simmons was born today in 1996. So that is a look at your uh, Today in Sports History. That is also a look at your sports birthdays today. Now, let's get to the important stuff. The Daily Mail, which is a, uh, a London uh, newspaper, they have now, uh, they report that you can uh, still buy a scratch card for games even when there is no prize money left. New cards can be printed but those already on display, new cards, uh, no new cards can be printed, but those already on display can still be sold. When you buy a scratch card, it states on the back what your odds are of winning. But these stated odds relate to all cash prizes, even as little as a dollar. So there is a new site that is out there that is uh, that will help you it's only in the U.K., though. That's the problem. So if you're playing scratch-offs, trying to win the lottery in the U.K., uh, it's called uh, smartscratchcard.co.uk. And so what they're trying to do is to help folks figure out their odds because uh, the site went live July the 13th just trying to help you, you know, get the odds in your favor on scoring some real cash. The, uh, the guy that started this site 
created it after learning that scratch cards remain available to buy in shops even when there's no top prize money left. So you're effectively running a a race that somebody else has already won in that case. So anyway, that's uh, over in the U.K. for that. Now, Dylan, are you familiar with Mattress Mac? Uh-uh. What is who? What or who is that? Okay, Mattress Mac is a guy. He owns a mattress store. Uh, apparently, he owns a couple of mattress stores. Okay. In the Houston area. And he lays down a bunch of money uh-huh. on Houston sports teams. Okay. So, Mattress Mac has placed another big money bet on the Houston Astros. He laid down $2 million on the Astros to win the World Series this October. Oh. With plus 553 odds on the wager, he would win $10.6 million. Mattress Mac must be selling some mattresses to put up that kind of wager. He, he Get a load of this now. He laid down $3 million on Houston last year. Oh, I know he was pissed. <laughs> How many times do you think he's taken Solaire's name in vain in the last, uh, what, seven, eight, nine, ten months? Oh, a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I think anytime he sees that, like, Solaire home run, whoever probably, like, tweeted it out, if he has a Twitter, he probably automatically blocks them on Twitter just for tweeting that video out. So he throws down a lot of money, but he apparently does not have a strong history of winning. He's lost Super Bowls, World Series, college football playoff, the Kentucky Derby, and March Madness. With the his latest wager on the Astros, many are buying into the jinx, saying Houston's title chances are officially through. Reminds me a lot of the Drake curse. You remember the Drake curse when it was big? Anytime Drake would bet on oh, a yeah. team or, you know, put on social media, he was repping for a team, and, the, you know, there was a streak that, you know, they would lose. This reminds me a lot of the Drake curse, the mattress Mac curse. He, his, I mean, I guess he sells a lot of mattresses because, you know, to keep losing like that and to, you know, I guess stay in business or have money and not be bankrupt, hey, you that's know. A, that's Shout a out lot to him. Of, that's a lot of certas. Yeah. A it's lot. a lot of Certas. But they are, I mean, while the Certas and the Tempur-Pedics are expensive, you know, still you got to sell a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, but if he wins, the Astros win the uh, World Series, this guy's uh, going to bank a little over $10.6 million. So that's a look at That's Life. We'll uh, continue our recap of SEC Media Days. We'll check in with Garrett Chapman. Uh, he'll join us coming up here in a few minutes. We'll get his take. Garrett, of course, uh, you hear him uh, off and on on the weekends. Hear him a lot of Saturdays and Sundays. He's going to hear him this Saturday and Sunday with me here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Don't forget about the new podcast from Kenny Maine. It's called Hey Maine. It's uh, athletes, musicians, celebrities. He's had Chris Berman on from ESPN, Jamal Crawford, former NBA guy. Uh, he's had uh, a lot of guests, including some actors as well. You can find Hey Maine on uh, the free Odyssey app. So download the app and check out Kenny Maine's new podcast. Back to continue our conversation around SEC Media Days. We'll do that next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris go forth in tonight for John Chuckery. Recapping another day at SEC Media Days. Day number three, final day coming up tomorrow. We got you covered here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Of course, Rob Tribble, Hugh Douglas, they'll be at Atlanta Breakfast Club. Andy, Randy, John Chuckery, they are on Radio Row at SEC Media Days. Dukes and Bell at Hudson Grill downtown. I'll be back in here in uh, Chuckery's place tomorrow night recapping it all. But the guy that puts all these interviews together and gets people where they're supposed to be is joining us now. Garrett Chapman, kind enough to uh, spend a few minutes with us tonight. He joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline. Wade Ford, Atlanta's Ford dealer. So, Garrett, here we go. Uh, get to uh, We'll get to tomorrow in just a minute. Uh, thoughts on... What you heard from Kirby Smart and the Georgia contingent today? Give me a couple of your uh, of your favorite comments or, or a couple of uh, favorite quotes today from those guys. Well, thanks for having me again tonight. I mean, it was uh, a fantastic day today. Kirby Smart day was uh, everything advertised. And, look, they seem to be all on uh, an organized front today. Um, Seth and Bennett had a lot of very in- interesting things to say, and, Kirby Smart, too. I mean, look, these guys are very, very confident in the fact that this is still a, a very strong team and, and that last year really means nothing. I mean, Stetson Bennett specifically said, wait, what does last year mean? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, Kirby Smart said, well, these guys are still hungry. Uh, they were on with the midday show today, and, and I, that's specifically what he said. He was like, yeah, these guys, this new group of team, uh, team guys, they haven't accomplished anything. In fact, the only thing they're interested in accomplishing is filling the shoes of the guys that the 15 guys who got drafted last year. Um, so this is a very talented team. It's a very inexperienced team. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Kirby Smart does with this group. Uh, Seth and Bennett, he, he picked up a lot of trustees today. I think. I mean, he, he was he answered a lot of questions, and it, it was very clear that he was sick and tired of the narrative uh, that he is not a quarterback that can get it done. He says, "Well, I was on a team that." well, I started most of the games last year and I won a national championship. Like, when am I going to actually get the benefit of the doubt? Um, and, I mean, it seemed like the narrative was kind of shifting with him, but he's definitely tired of hearing it. Yeah, and he should be. I mean, it's like, what more does the kid need to do for for people to to lay off a little bit? You know, I think everybody's questioned everything about him, from his athleticism to his arm, his decision-making, everything – and at the end of the day, that Georgia offense last year, statistically, uh, Garrett, still really darn good. Yeah, it, it was very, very good last year. It's going to be probably even better this year. I mean, Stephen Bennett had probably he – had, he had one of the best QB ratings in the country last year. Um, I saw some graphic that actually compared to him to Bryce Young, who obviously won the Heisman Trophy last year and spoke to us yesterday. Um, and, and Bryce Young gets all the credit in the world, but on the other end of the spectrum, there's Stetson Bennett, who is a two-star recruit out of Blackshear, Georgia, 
and he doesn't get any respect. In fact, he gets questioned every single step of the way, even though he won the national championship last year. It was, it was crazy. Um, but look, at the end of the day, uh, this, this Georgia team is as talented as all of the best teams in the country. They are, without a doubt, a top three team. But the big question is, are they going to regress on defense, and is that offense going to surge? And I think all answers point to, yes, it's going to be a very good offense under Todd Munkin under year three, year two with Stetson Bennett. Uh, and that defense, it's as talented as ever, but Kirby Smart said it. It's just an experience. Garrett Chapman, you can find uh, Garrett, by the way. He joins me on our uh, College Football Game Time podcast every week. Uh, we'll kind of get that cranked back up starting again next week. We took this week off because it's, well, it's SEC Media Days, and we've been consumed by that for the last couple of days. But we get a chance to mix it up sure. here for uh, – we get a chance to mix it up here for a little bit. Uh, I agree, uh, Garrett, from the standpoint that, look, last year early in the season, Georgia won games with their defense. That's how they beat Clemson is because that defense played so good. I think this year it may have to be the opposite for a couple of weeks. That offense is going to have to come out and fire on all cylinders early. Give this defense a little bit of time because you do have guys, look, they're highly touted, very talented guys, but guys that hadn't got it done yet as starters in the SEC. So they're going to have to figure that out. And, uh, look, we know what Oregon can do offensively, and there's probably nobody out there short of Kirby Smart that knows Georgia's personnel better than the guy they're going to go up against that's the head coach at Oregon. Yeah, and they were asked a couple times about that today, and uh, and every single person answered that, saying, "Yeah, they, this is he's, he's a great coach. They had a, he had a big impact on them, but at the end of the day, they're they're worried about fall camp, and uh, it definitely feels like Kirby Smart coached them up just a little bit, and that, <laughs> and that wouldn't shock me at all if that was the case. Um, but look, they're going to be ready week one. I, I have I have full confidence in the, the Georgia program. They're going to be absolutely geared up and ears back, pin, ears pinned back, and ready to go." Um, but look, they, they have weapons on offense, and they have a lot of talent on defense. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they, they do. And um, this is a team that's fully capable of winning a national championship. Uh, Stetson Bennett talked about it specifically with Todd Munkin. His, he called him like, increasingly anal today um, with the way that he approaches every single day. And it kind of fits with what Kirby Smart wants to do on defense and Todd Munkin on offense, and look, this team is as good as Kirby Smart has had. He has stockpiled talent to such a level that he is at that Alabama level where they don't retool, they don't, they don't have to, to reset, just reload. And they're, they're going to be right back in there. This is very easily a national championship team. It wouldn't shock me even in the slightest. Garrett Chapman from uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are uh, talking about day three today of SEC Media Days. By the way, uh, Garrett, give folks your uh, your Twitter because I know you've uh, tweeted out a lot of pictures and a lot of video over the course of the last couple of days. If they want to check those out, where do they need to go to find it? Oh, yes. Yes, they can They can go follow me at GChapATL. I, I took after Mike Bell, you know. I heard him so many times. I hear uh, Carl Duke saying, put him up, C. Dukes, and Mike Bell, ATL. So I said, I, I can follow one of those things. So uh, I'm GCHAP, ATL. All right, let's talk about some of the other teams that were there today. Uh, Arkansas, uh, former Georgia assistant in Sam Pittman there. 
who is – he said today that they are one of only eight teams in the country that are bringing back all three coordinators for the third consecutive year. That is a staggering stat, I thought, when he – I mean, that just goes to tell you – you know, we talk about the transfer portal and kind of how transient the game has become in terms of players, but how about in terms of coaches and in particular coordinators? Oh, that was a crazy stat he threw out today. Yeah, and it was that and the fact that there's 16-6 and six against the spread over the past couple of years. I mean, <laughs> like Sam Pittman's put together a fantastic program, and there seems to be a lot of buy-in across the board for the Razorbacks. I mean, they, they had – just last year, they had how many super seniors? I think they had seven or eight of them last year. And then this year, they have a bunch of guys coming back again. Um, I mean, KJ Jefferson, I mean, like he's one of the best returning quarterbacks, not just in the SEC West, but in the entire country. Um, like, Arkansas is going to be a very good football team. I mean, it remains to be seen whether or not they can hit that 10-win plateau. That seems to be ever so elusive for them, but... Sam Pittman, I mean, he's a, he's a hell of a coach, man. He, he, is, he has got this team built from the inside out the way that you would expect a Sam Pittman team to be led. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he does. I mean, this is not necessarily the team I think that's going to put him over the hump and, and win 10 games. But look, he's got a great quarterback. He's got some fantastic defensive players. Bumper Pool, he said today, is probably going to go down as the Arkansas leader in total tackles. Um, and I, I tend to agree with it. I mean, Bumper Pool might be one of the best linebackers, certainly the best that no one's talking about in the entire conference. Yeah, that's uh, my very well spoken young man. By the way, that's my biggest regret today is that I didn't get to meet Bumper Pool because he's, not he's only everything advertised, not he's only everything advertised, not only is he a, a hell of a linebacker, but that's one of the top five, six names in college football this year. You know, you know, somebody asked him. I actually have that video on my phone. I'll, I'll, I'll post it on Twitter at GChapHL, like you said. I'll post it here in a second. But, you know, somebody asked him specifically what it's like having the best name in college football. I mean, is there a better name in college football than Bumper Pool as a linebacker? Oh, especially for a linebacker. It's great. Yeah, I think a pinball. I think a pinball every time I think about him. And it's like, yep, yep, that's a linebacker right there. Florida was there today with, <laughs> uh, with Billy Napier. Napier, of course, a Chatsworth, Georgia uh, native, his dad, a, uh, a high school football coach up in North Georgia, and a successful one before he uh, unfortunately passed away, suffering from uh, from ALS. Billy Napier, in a lot of ways, cut from the Kirby Smart cloth. I think mm-hmm. the difference is Napier didn't have that long dominant run as a defensive coordinator like Kirby Smart did. But I I, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between those guys and their personalities, and just uh, how they're going to handle things going forward. My question is, do they, or is, is he able to, is he able to find a defense? Because I think Florida offensively, with Anthony Richardson back in another year, they should be pretty good. But Florida, that Florida defense has been really bad for the last couple of years. And, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times we get caught up in talking about Florida, and we think about, you know, uh, Tim Tebow and, and the offenses that, um, Urban Meyer had there, or we think about Steve Spurrier and the and the fun and gun offenses that he ran. But Florida has always been really, really good defensively up until the last couple of years, and they've just been, I mean, historically bad at Florida on defense. Yeah, and I, I think that Napier is probably the guy that's going to get him back on the right track. You know, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, 
he is a guy who is cut out of that same cloth as a Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. Somebody wrote an article earlier, I think it was Ale.com, somebody there. They said that Billy Napier is, this is where Nick Saban was in 2006, 2007, that little era when he was getting started to Alabama. I'm not ready to go there quite yet. Um, but, I mean, Billy Napier, he is that sort of ruthless recruiter, the guy who's going to succeed at a high level in this day and age of college football. And he's got a, a set of boosters at the University of Florida who are going to support him. I mean, look, Florida is a fantastic football program. They've been a fantastic athletic program for, well, for the last 30 years. Um, since a funny gun offense with Steve Spurrier. So I, I think he's going to get these guys set up into a position to, to win championships or at least compete for them here in the near future. I just don't think that near future is today. Um, AR, uh, Anthony Richardson, I mean, like, look, the dude is very talented. He's very, very good. Um, we, we actually talked to him here with Duke Simbel today. We set that one up and t- had about five, ten minutes with him. He's big. He's strong. He's physical. He's, he runs like a 440. Uh, or so he's 240 pounds. I mean, the dude, they're going to go as far as he can take them. I just am not convinced that that team, uh, well, look at it this way. This team is about as deep as a, as a piece of paper, you know, like this is, this is a very talented group of people like, like Britain Cox on defense. I mean, they have talent. It's just, they don't go too deep and they're not going to be able to compete with the upper, up, upper echelon of SEC talent with the depth that they have. That's where Napier is really going to come in handy because he is a fantastic recruiter. He showed it at LL, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, over the past couple of years. He got them into the top 25 over the past couple of years. I mean, they were winning some belt championships left and right. They won a bunch of bowl games. They, they upset, I think they upset LSU here a couple of years ago. Um, so they're a good program, and, and that's all on Billy Napier. And I think Billy Napier is going to get Florida up to that level where they're going to be competing for championships, just not yet. Garrett, appreciate it, my man. I will see you again uh, bright and early tomorrow morning. We've got Auburn, Tennessee, and uh, I guess they're going to make us stay till the very end to hear from Jimbo <laughs> Fisher, but we got all that coming up tomorrow. So I'll see you in the morning. I can't wait, man. No, Harson, Harson's going to be a very interesting conversation. Jimbo Fisher, that's a hell of a way to sign off, ain't it? Yeah, that is. Uh, that is. Those are the guys along with uh, Josh Heupel that will be there tomorrow. Yep. Garrett, Josh appreciate Heupel, it. Very, very interesting offense. Very, very interesting offense. I had them. I'll give you more more of that information later. But I have them as my number three team in the SEC the next next year. So right, we're, we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that some tomorrow. We'll be talking about it over the weekend. Garrett will be with me here Saturday and Sunday between ten and two on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Appreciate Garrett giving us a little bit of time. We'll come back. We'll hear from Georgia football coach Kirby Smart. We'll do that next. Chris Goforth in for John Chuckery here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. When it comes to the SEC, we... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.